I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, Lance Fischel. We're here for another card, and we're here for a celebration. He did it again. At this point, it's not even funny. This guy, legit, and I'm not even joking around at this point, is the most skilled fighter in the UFC. Charles Dubronx Oliveira. Who's more skilled than Dubronx? Overall, like everything, there's there's no not one. many that are are, are close to him because he he has everything, man. That striking was good. Got yep. wrestling, and that sub game is devastating. Yeah. His um his chin, chin? improving. He no, good granite granite chin now. <laughs> he, granite. And he, Poirier even said it. He was like, man, I thought I'd get him out of there. Like, he took my best shots. And I, I think, per usual, I think they were overplaying a little bit with Dubronx oh. or, like, whatever. Like Brutal. I, I never saw a second where – I didn't worry a second of that fight. Maybe towards the end I was, like, stressing – like, end of the first, I was like, wrestle more, wrestle more, wrestle more. But, like, I didn't I didn't stress at all in that fight. That was a I pretty was, stress-free fight. I was worried for the very first punch that Poirier landed after he dropped him. <laughs> Mm. And then I was no. like, oh, he's, he's not out? Good. We're good. We're golden. It, it, it was how he came back when he did – when Poirier landed the big shots and they were new brogues hurt. He didn't come back grappling. He came back throwing body shots and Swanging. getting – His clinch game has gotten good. Like he landed some big – like I think they, they undersold it a little bit during the fight, but he landed oh. one of those knees um, in the clinch mid first – towards the end of the it first was- round. Game changer. Oh, um, the, there were like two massive ones in the first minute and a half, and the, Poirier hated his fucking life. Yeah, the body the body work was unbelievable. Then he started going to that that front kick to the fucking stomach and the knees. Yeah. Poirier was done. Like into the second round, like he was done, man. You yeah. could yeah. see that shit was adding up. Yeah, and Gaethje has a worse gas tank, and Gaethje's more wild. Um, but like when I, I knew it was over, um, it was at the end of the first round when they were going to the corners, Poirier looked like he was about ready to enter the fifth round after that first <laughs> round. And I don't know if it was an adrenaline dump. I don't know if it was the moment of Poirier going, this is another title shot. I don't know. I don't know if it was a pressure. Dubronx was pressuring him like a motherfucker, but Poirier was kind of spent and they kept talking about, it, and I think it was part of it. He didn't want to take any risks when Dubronx took him down in the second because he didn't want to get in some scramble position because that's always a bad idea. I also think he was he was kind of done after that takedown and a couple of those elbows. I think Poirier was mentally ga- mentally were broken nasty. and gassy. Those elbows. The one where he was holding his face and just. <laughs> he he was trying to like recover some cardio and it just wasn't working. And yeah. he's just like, I'm not going to scramble because I'm going to get subbed. Hopefully I can regain some cardio. Yeah. But he got smashed in the process. Dubronk's ground game is so good, guys are scared to stand up. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't think they really have a choice anymore. Like, his his body locks, like, I, I knew he would be the bigger guy going here. He's like the bigger dude at 155. Now, like, who's, who's going to be bigger than him now? At 150? Like, nobody. Like, his length, he's filled out. Man, he gets a hold of dudes in that body lock. They're fucked. 
Like they're yeah. absolutely yeah. fucked. There is nothing they can do about it. He's a problem, man. Like it, yeah. it's hard to come up with a dude that I think is overall not just the skill because I think a guy like Gagey, his skills, like his striking and wrestling and shit. I mean, it's it's up there with Dobrocks the skill wise, but all of it, the chin, the poise now, like the yeah. size, the strength, man. Who 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 in the sport? The it, balls. Dude yeah. comes out flying, uh, does a, a flying switch knee right off the fucking I mean, bat. <laughs> he literally stood on the feet for a bit and threw bungalows with Dustin Poirier. He didn't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah. Like, and when he, he got hit, he fuck. got more aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, like, because he didn't want was, to take a step back forward I, all day. I think he knows that not just his chin is really good now, but his there's a difference between granite chin and recovery. He's got them yeah. both. Like yeah. He's got a, he's got them both. Like we saw yeah. the recovery against Chandler. Like well, I, I think he realizes that the one hole left in his game is his striking defense. Yeah, he's like, you know what? Instead of just backing up and let the the occasional guy who might be able to outbox me or outstrike me do that while I'm on the back foot, I'm just going to push forward and fuck these guys up. And, and that's going to be the same plan against Gaethje. He's going to pressure, yeah. pressure, pressure, and everyone's going to talk about. Leg kicks, leg kicks, leg kicks. Yeah, motherfucker, throw some kicks at Dubronx. There you go. <laughs> Double leg. Like, <laughs> think, think about it, though. Like, at this high high level in most of these weight classes now, who has, like, legitimate you-can't-touch-me striking defense? And, no. like, everybody gets hit. Name name one of the top guys. They all take punches. Like, all yeah. of them. Look I at Usman against Colby. He lit him the look, fuck up. Look at look at fucking Max Holloway, who's one of the <laughs> best kickboxers in the sport. He just got his shit pieced up by fucking um, Yair. Uh, Yair. I mean, yeah. all of these dudes are going to take cracks yeah. at yeah. that upper echelon. They're all just that skilled striking. You can't have the good enough defense to not get hit by these guys. No. And Doe Bronx can hold up to it, man. And, yeah. and he hits hard now. That power, man. At, at power, he he pulled out a new wrinkle with though with that body work though, man. Like that, yeah. I had body work is that aggressive, and yep. it, it's funny going into the fight. The whole the whole conversation was, you know, Dustin's got to survive, and then take him into deep waters rounds three, four, five, and make him uncomfortable. Well, hey, dude, I guess deep waters for Poirier is five minutes with Dubronx. <laughs> like, yeah, like, he's KO one or bust. Man, yeah, it, it, I think when you control, I say this a lot, but when you control and dictate where the fight goes, it is a cardio saver. Where Dustin, like with Dubronx, he can if Dubronx was tired, he can get on top. He can lay there. He can do whatever. And what, I talked about this before. When you're a grappler, you're not as tired grappling. It's when you're doing things you're not used to. But I think the number one thing has changed with Dubronx. We've talked about his striking his body work, you know, his takedowns, all that good stuff. The number one thing to me that's changed about Dubronx is the confidence. I think that was always the piece that was missing. This dude is walking into any cage and going, this guy can't fucking hurt me. He can't finish me. He can give me everything he's got and I'm going to kill him. And he has that mentality. Like, and you could just sense it. Like there was the one where Poria hit him pretty good. And I think he went to his back on purpose on that shot because he's don't forget he's a jiu-jitsu guy still it's always i might need a butt scoot once in a fight (laughs) yeah um but and i think for that one it's like he got up and it was like it was nothing like okay whatever i don't give a shit i'm gonna pressure this dude he got dropped immediately stood up and pushed him against the fence and started landing body shots i think poria just didn't expect him to act like that i mean it it was it was impressive man now people are talking right yeah (laughs) he's won 10 in a row nine finishes 
He has dismantled the top half of this division. And now because he did this, everyone's talking. People always, oh, people who keep saying he's a quitter. Like we, anyone who said he's a quitter in the last, you know, two years is an idiot. Like, I don't know what to tell you. He was a he was a fucking plus one forty five dog a few hours before the fight again. Him inside the distance against <laughs> Dustin Poirier plus two twenty five. What was plus two twenty five? <laughs> and like, look, it, it's all it's all hindsight, of course. But there could not be a better all around matchup at the top of the division for Dobronx than Dustin Poirier. Mm-hmm. He didn't have you didn't have to worry about anything. But the, the dude's a boxer. That literally is just a yeah, he's box. He's not throwing that kicks. He's not that, grappling. He's that not. can't stop a takedown. That can't <laughs> yep. stop a takedown. And like, that. That was a perfect matchup for Doe. And it was, it's that matchup where everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's running out. Not the Chandler win or, I mean, it, it's crazy, man. But he said the Chandler fight was the hardest fight for him in the division. Yeah. And, and when you look how at how he starts. Yeah. Well, when you look at some of the matchups, um, there's a, he's faced a lot of tougher matchups. He, like, Kevin Lee technically is probably a harder matchup than Dustin Poirier when you think stylistically. Um, yeah. His wrestling base is a little bit better. Poirier has absolutely nothing uh, in the grapple in the wrestling department. Now, when you look at Gaethje, Gaethje obviously is a much better wrestler than Poirier, but he doesn't seem to use it. No one even really tests him with that, so we'll see how it is. But, man, you get Gaethje on the ground. He should tap, like, mid-air. During the takedown, just start tapping on his arm as he's going. Down. The Gaethje, thing is, even if you're the better wrestler than Dubronx, it doesn't matter. Doesn't necessarily matter. You skirt your back and get your neck scramble. that way. Exactly, scrambles. I, I, I think, I think Gagey is in a lot of fucking trouble against Dubronx. Like, I've been back and forth on Gagey anyway. Like, he always gets hurt, bro. Dudes just can't survive enough to to get him out of there, and he comes. Dubronx is gonna snatch his neck. Dubronx is gonna hurt him. And mm-hmm. snatch his neck. That's exactly yeah. what's going to happen. I think Gagey's in trouble. Who okay. who, beat, who beats this dude? Like, I, I, it's number just, are we going to get on that? It's minus oh, two hundred. He's, he's minus one seventy right now. It went down a little bit. Yeah, but I, I think I think we can still get inside. You got to do inside the distance now. That's close like, to evens. Everybody knows now, so now you're going to have to play inside yeah. the it, distance. I think it's even tough to play a sub here. Like. Would it would it yeah. shock you if the more technical striker avoids the winging shots of Gaethje and just completely dominates him on the feet? Would that surprise you? Gaethje's also got about five minutes before he starts breathing pretty heavy. Yeah, and it, yeah. like I was, I like I was saying, like striking defense, like love Gaethje and all, great striking. Dude gets his face pounded. Oh in yeah, pounded. and he can't grapple. I mean, that's the thing. And I think Dubronx does a good job. He's on the feet when he has to be. He's still he's not he's not going to rush in and take a dumb shot or clinch too early. Like he is going to feel it out a little bit. And I feel like if he and he can take a shot. Like if it starts going in the wrong direction against Gagey, <laughs> he's immediately going to clinch. And there's just no way the body lock is different. Also, when you look at like wrestling, right? When you look at like a D one wrestler, like someone like Gagey, an all American wrestler, at those weight classes, it's not clinch takedowns, right? Like really, only the big boys are the ones that are doing clinch takedowns, hip tosses, lat drops, things like that. Um, most of wrestling at that weight, the, the smaller weights is it's, you're shooting takedowns, you're sprawling, you're shooting takedowns, collar ties, maybe some, some drags and stuff, but like, it's mostly leg type takedowns. Dubronx rarely shoots, you know, on the legs. He's going to be upper body. And I just don't think Gaethje's going to have anything for that wrestling, but we don't need to break that. Ever, does he, does Dubronx ever actually shoot? I don't know if I've Very ever rare. seen him shoot. Sometimes he, he just shoots to get close, and yeah, then he locks his hands yeah. he's around your body. Up on the body. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and big brothers, motherfuckers. 
He's a problem, yep. man. He's, he's a problem. Uh, before we celebrate you Bronx too much, can we talk about the glove grab? Oh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, so Joe, Joe, fucking Rogan, man. No, yeah. he as bad Did as you that watch man the replay? is. As bad oh, as he that man awful. is, he was as bad as I've ever heard him. So bad, and he and he's bad. He's I mean, really bad now. He so was DC. very clearly cheerleading for Poirier. Oh, so was DC. Yeah, so I think DC it, does whatever Rogan's done. Well, and it's funny, like they kept talking about that glove grab. If you watch, they showed the replay later on in Twitter and stuff in slow motion. He basically just had his wrist like this. And yeah. when he rolled through, he never actually grasped his glove. He basically had his, he was super smart. He had it where he was kind of holding it like this. Maybe a finger went in as he was holding it, but it was wrist control. And then people started saying that it was dirty what he was doing. Like, oh, you can't cover a guy's <laughs> mouth in MMA. You can elbow in the face. Just don't touch their mouth. <laughs> It's uh, MMA. They, Who cares if he did it or not? Fucking yeah. always cheat. It's worth it. <laughs> there's something about there's something about Bill Bronco. And he didn't. So who cares? I, he just. I still don't feel like he's he's getting the love, man. I really don't. I don't know. I, I feel like he re- jumped up. Res- good, respect. Good. Yes. Respect, but not love. I just don't think people like good. him like they like. Keep giving Oreos us fucking cheap lines on him. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, whether it's fair or not, and when you don't speak English. It has That's a major. Tough. It has a major effect on things. Like, yeah. if you can, it, look at Anderson Silva, for example. Anderson never like was as, hey. for his talent. He wasn't as big as he could have been. And Aldo, guys like that. When you don't speak English, it does have an say, effect on a lot of fans. I would say Aldo Anderson was pretty fucking. He could have considering what the shit he was doing. Anderson, he could have been even have been, bigger. Yeah. Anderson, Anderson learned how to speak. He learned how to speak like. English. He learned how to yeah. speak English though later on. I mean, there's a difference yeah. between now, learning. Auto. I mean, Bill Bronx spoke a little English at the end of that yeah. interview. Yep. <laughs> now, see, like, uh, do, you know, do, do Bronx is literally Dustin Poirier, Brazilian outside the cage. Does yeah. all the great shit, great human, never talks great, shit. Great human being doesn't talk shit. Does all the charity work and everything, <laughs> but gets half the love. Cause you're right, he's not American. He he's, he's not American. He, he doesn't speak English. Thing. It's it, it's it's just different. And I and I get it. Right. Like when I hear an interview that's not too Bronx of in a foreign language and there's a uh, trans, you go off on him. You'd be killing him. <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I just don't listen. Like I don't want to hear some nerdy dude in a suit. <laughs> Tell me what you heard. So I, I just I just don't listen. And Dubronx is trying to get better at English. Like he said in an interview, because he tweets a lot, and he goes, "I can type in English and I can read in English. I'm having difficulties speaking it and understanding it verbally." Which, if you took Spanish classes in high school and you speak to someone who speaks Spanish, I, I if you put five sentences of Spanish in front of me, I can read it. If someone next to me speaks five sentences, like my lawn guy. <laughs> I got nothing. There's nothing there. I thought he, you might as well be speaking Latin. I, so I get I, it. I, I picked up. I picked up like four or five words over the years, and that's it. Like they could have conversations next oh, yeah. to me and be dogging my ass out, and I wouldn't understand no, anything. No, and I know enough to be dangerous. Like I can, I can some Spanish. I can do basics and stuff like that. But man, like once once it speeds up, it's it's nothing. So. I, I under I understand the like the difference when you're learning a different language between speaking and, and reading. But anyway, great night for for our boy Dubronx. Um man, there's great night for us. If, if he yes. beats Gaethje, if he beats Gaethje, right? If he beats, you know, Kevin Lee, Tony Ferguson, Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier, and Gaethje in two years, arguably that's the greatest run in lightweight history. I mean, he's all 
he's yeah. all he's already going down as one of the greatest MMA fighters ever. I don't care what people say. He's got look at the records. Look at the records. Subs, finishes, fights. I don't give a shit who they're I against. Mean, if he's finishing that many people in the UFC, yeah. those are still UFC fighters. He, whether he, you, yeah, the level of it is, is what deepest, it is. He's finishing these dudes in the <laughs> deepest overall division that the sports yep. ever seen. One fifty five is consistently, so consistently the deepest because that's the average kind of dude. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the and average I, dude cuts down to one fifty five. And I don't want to hear about this Makachev fella who would literally get guillotine choked within 13 seconds. Like Imagine that. shooting a double leg with your head yeah. inside on Dubronx and living to tell about <laughs> it. Like, I ain't got nothing to say for that guy. Have fun with, who's he fighting, like Darius or some shit? Who gives, who gives yeah. shit? So it, it's Gaethje, and then it's Connor. <laughs> I think if Gaethje's not ready, Dubronx said he's ready for Connor next month. Just do yep. a non-title bout like they do in wrestling because Connor hasn't earned it. Maybe Nate Connor. Diaz? <laughs> I, I would have I would have full wood for like a week if Bill Brox <laughs> literally choked Connor a city. Like he I would, would just be I'd be rock for like a week. So good. So good. Well we're very happy as you could tell. Um we'll go through quickly on UFC two sixty nine. Uh starting in the prelims, catchweight Julian Robertson defeated whatever her face is. She's not gonna work here anymore. Uh and then yep. she tried to gouge her eyes out. Pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. She doesn't work here anymore. She work anymore. Naga, Naga don't work here anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah, the the whole the 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 owl eye gouging. Cut that bitch. Like just just cut her for that. That that was dirty shit. That also, was better because she's lost like seventeen in a row or something. Yeah, yeah. Besides all that, but yeah. All right. Yep. Next, uh, bantamweight division. Tony Kelly defeated Randy Costa TKO second round. Costa, man, like I thought at least he was gonna get. I, I didn't. I didn't touch the one, but I thought at least he was gonna give an effort in the first nope. round. And does Yanez suck? I, does he I don't suck? Know. He looked really bad in his last fight and went fucking to the death with uh, what's his face, uh, the British guy. Yeah, and now like I, I don't know. I, I I have to question Yanez. Like after this I and after the Grant fight, he, he's like, definitely way more hyped than he should be. He's hittable. He doesn't have he doesn't have like game changing power. It's more of accumulation. I don't know. But yep. Tony Kelly still sucks. And what an idiot! The motherfucker drove from Mississippi, so he had to wear a mask. <laughs> like, like I was talking to Samantha. I was I was literally like, even if you're like you don't think any of this shit's real, you can call it all a hoax. The the shit's not real. Masks don't work. None of that. Why would you not just put on a piece of cloth on your chin? Like you don't even have to wear it over your nose. Why Does it you hurt? Put that shit on your chin just to ride a plane. Like seriously, like is it that hard? Like, it's, not like, it's not like he was driving from LA. That's like twenty-two hours. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. like, can Andrea Lee pick him or what? Like, <laughs> man, very intelligent <laughs> like, lady right there. I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm gonna read an article in like a year that's like Andrea Lee's dating OJ Simpson. Congrats. <laughs> He didn't do oh, it. Shit. That's well, what he I, told me. He was found innocent. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. He's still looking for the killer. Yep. Featherweight division, Ryan Hall defeated Derek Minner. Decision. He had Easy. him. How can you call yourself this jujitsu whiz and have this guy who's been subbed like 37 times in full mount for four minutes? Does he not know how to finish an arm triangle? I feel like he could have finished that arm triangle. Like seven, it's like he knew. I bet him inside the distance. It's like he fucking he was, knew it. He was coasting. He only knows how to finish leg locks. Apparently. And even I then. I could have finished that that 
that arm triangle. These guns, kidding me? Full, full just coast right there. Ryan Hall says he's going to fight three to five times next year, so I expect him to sit out the entire year. Oh, we have a bunch of comments. Do, I haven't read any. Do we want to? Do we want to see Ron Hall fight three or four times? <laughs> I know. I was laughing at that one earlier. Yeah, I, yeah. I did too. That that shit was good. Uh, good stuff, was really Ivan. Good. Welcome back from the dead, Ivan. Yeah. Hello, yep. Bryant, uh, Drendine, LR, Steve. Yep. Um, Ivan, are you coming to Vegas with us in March? Steve, Steve looking like a prime can toner with that fucking. That haircut today, son. I saw Hair that. On. Styling and profile. Yeah, he is. I All think right. we're going to have Andrew for a day, uh, Lance. He's going to try to stop it for a day. How do you stop in Vegas? Because he's got, he's doing like, he's traveling around doing this whole uh, kind of hiking thing and shit. Mm. Uh, hiking the highest peaks and states. But I think you say he's going to stop in, go to Utah and do a hike. But gonna come Did you book stuff yet? I'm going to tomorrow. I've had a lot of shit going on, but just text me. I, I got I got the all good. Uh, Knowing Andrew, he's gonna run like an ultra marathon from Utah to Vegas. He'll, he'll run to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's his stop for like a two hour his, break. His break. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm gonna have a crazy couple of weeks. So I have this like work president's club thing president's club thing in in Scottsdale. I get back from Vegas on Monday and then I have to fly to Scottsdale on Wednesday. It's going to be a rough – and it's like drinking and everything. So it's going to be like a rough – it's like last time I went to Vegas in October. I had like six days because of work conference and this. It's the same thing. So we to go to different cities. I look at all these statements by you in a little different light nowadays. So I think inside I got one kid at home now. You got two. <laughs> They're older. And you can you complain about, ah, oh, man, I got to go to Vegas, but I got to turn around and I'm going to go to Scottsdale. Bullshit, Lance, and so like, yeah, I get to go to Vegas. Well, he, he has to say it like this on the podcast just in yeah, case. You can't have a record yeah. about you. Well, right? I'm old and, you know, decrepit, and it's, it's hard. I get I get tired. But my kids are older, too. Like, you'll see. Like, once you're once they can talk and go to the bathroom themselves, everything changes. It's all like, good, yeah. They'll, they'll wake up in the morning at, like, 6.30 and just get their iPad, play the game. Like, I can sleep till, like, 8. doesn't matter. I, they don't I need can't. me. I can't wait. Just though. put cereal on a low cupboard so they can grab it no. themselves. Yeah, they're yeah. very, very self sufficient. Turn, turn on the turn on the cocoa melon and leave me the fuck alone, bro. Yeah, it's uh, it's really it's really easy now. Let Wes so, go down to his grow up and. Uh, <laughs> I got I got, bud, I got buds to tend to. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, women's flyweight division. Eric Aaron Blanchfield defeated Miranda Maverick. Decision. Okay. Didn't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yep. I watched it. It was. There's something. Oh, no, no, no. Twitter world. We new champ. Next champ. Rounder. We Big got a new contender. Yep. I saw that. That was great. New champ. All right. Uh, middleweight division. Nacho Munez defeated Eric Anders. Sub. Easy. Fucking easy. I was easy. Amazed, and I, I look back because I was go, I was cleaning out my Google Drive the other day. And I ran into our year end awards that we did last year or whatever. My breakthrough fighter was Munez. Dang. Nailed it. Nice. That's Damn. pretty good. That's pretty pretty good. good. There's some yeah. bad ones in there. Some real bad. <laughs> I, uh, I don't I mean, even know where I was coming from. I picked Black Beast. Was he not broke through? That's weird. <laughs> I don't, maybe, maybe maybe he I'm, I'm going to have to go back and, and listen to that show and uh, yeah. see oh, what yeah. the reasoning was there. Yeah. And I had uh, I had uh, Cop, too. And he wasn't in the UFC before, so that's a pretty good one. I did okay. Nice. I usually whiff mm-hmm. all of them. Uh, Munich is a fucking good man. That, that jiu-jitsu yeah. is no joke. Yep. Yeah, I I like him. I know, I mean, I've I think we've been, we're pretty wrong on Anders overall in a career, and uh, me me and our boy Maddie 
were like some real Anders believers early on and lost like a ton of money on that, that dude. That loss to Machida just completely derailed his career. He has he, no skill. He, he That's the problem. That. He's very unskilled <laughs> yeah. at fighting. You know, you know, we we were like, get some of these like okay, decent football player, athlete type guys in here, man. You still got to be a fighter. Like, to, I, I think that's what we realized. You have to have a base, right? So, yeah. like, if, if you even if you wrestled through high school, which a lot of football players did, if you wrestled through high school and then played football, you would still have enough of a base, especially heavyweight in some of the bigger divisions, to be able, be able to know what you're doing and have a wrestling base. Like, I haven't wrestled in forever, right, 18 years, but I still know how to wrestle. So even if you wrestled through high school and then you do other things, you still have that base. But some of these guys, and we saw the basketball player, Bryce White, um, he, he played in the NBA and he fought an LFA and lost his first fight. You have to have some kind of martial arts base, preferably wrestling, to be able to be successful going for sports sport. Do you, do you, I think there's there's definitely that, but I think there's another component of it of being in like some form of like that kind of combat, that kind of sure. – you know, you could say football is kind of like not that, but it's not. But it's not. Yeah, it's it's not. But it's still not like you man to man, like physically trying to beat that dude into a submission yeah. or a pin. It's different. I think somebody coming over from like another individual sport would be better than like That's someone coming from a team sport because there's also that individual sport mentality that yeah. like yeah. it's on you as opposed to a team sport. I, I get where, that. Yeah. I just think and you like, got to be a fighter, like because guys like Greg Hardy, let's let's take him for example, could fucking destroy most dudes out there if he got into a fist fight with them. When you yeah. get to when you get to this yeah. level, though, I think you have to be a, a quote. You got to be a fighter. You got to be able to take yeah. you have, a fucking you have to punch. React well, to people yeah, you got to react to to pain and the surprise of pain because it, it's just different getting hit. Like, yep. Well, I think uh, to Brad's point, the the individual thing does make sense. Like I played soccer my whole life, right? I, I never got nervous ever before a soccer match, ever, not a second of nerves. When you start wrestling and it's like, all right, like no one else is going out. I guess it's just me on the team, you know, and it's like you're walking out and you're meeting a guy in the middle and you're mm-hmm. shaking his hand and then you're just fucking getting after it. Like it is a different kind of thing when you don't have teammates to look back on. You don't have others that you're relying on. It's just it's just you. And I think the reason like also like wrestlers, not just the skill of it, like wrestlers always make good fighters is I don't know if you guys have ever been in a wrestling room. It's fucking it's it's lunatics. Just fucking every like there was a barely a day that went by where someone didn't get punched in the face. Like, it'd be a weird day if there wasn't a scrap because you're all fucking tired. Someone, like, accidentally, like, cross-faces you hard and just grabs your hair and punches you in the face in the middle of the thing. Like, you just you, – you're crazy. Like, you have to be crazy. Now, you need a next-level crazy to be a fighter for sure. But you're – when you're wrestling and you're cutting weight and you're fighting and you're scrapping all the time and, like, you're shooting a takedown you pick a guy up and slam him against the wall because you don't like him right now. Like you kind of get that weird atmosphere, and I think you you don't you have that in football a little bit, but you have a team, you have helmets, you have pads. Like it's just different. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's good. Would have loved to have seen Roger Federer in a cage. Yeah, Brad. <laughs> but what what so what? Yeah, what great sport? cardio. Great cardio. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I don't I don't think give me like Joker's link. You know, with, <laughs> with Fed's with Fed's fucking cardio. So who, God, who's the crazy it. guy? The French guy. Uh, Monfi. Oh, not, maybe he's not, not French. 
Who's the guy that's always like throwing fucking oh, rackets and breaks? Um, oh, that's the, the, the Greek Kyrgios. Cry, cry, uh, yeah, he's yeah, Australian. Cryos. Yeah, Australian, right? yeah. He, he could scrap. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Ah, he, he probably has in, he in a does, bar. Yeah, he looks like he's he's throwing a, a double. He could scrap. I, I would take Pete Weber in bowling. I think that guy's. Is that the? Who are you? Who am yeah. I? Who yeah. I? Yeah. yeah, I'm the man. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's the best. All right. Moving on the prelims on ESPN two middleweight division, Bruno Silva defeated Jordan Wright. This fight was everything I hoped for. Um, I cast a parlay on this one. Uh, I think I had this with Munez. It played like it was like plus twenty twenty five Silva Munez. Not a not a difficult one, but Bruno Silva's fucking fun, man. He's not very good. He's gonna get hit a lot, but he has game changing power. Jordan Wright is such a piece of human trash. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we didn't take Silva round one at like plus one fifty, plus one seventy. That was dumb. Yeah, yeah. Still, it, it was off. We it were too focused on Dubrox. Yep. Another winning bet on deck. I had a good. I had a good little run right in the middle of this card before some failure and then back up. Uh, heavyweight division tied to Ivasa, knocked out Augusta Sakai. Tie was even money. He's going to beat up scrubs all day long. Don't put him with talent. Let him fight these scrubs all day long. And a pick em price? Love it. Fatties was coasting. Fatties was like. Ooh, just, I don't know about coasting. It was, dude. It, was trying to rip his at, head off. At the, end of, at, 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 at the end of that first run, I was like, I feel good. Like, really. Yeah. I thought they were going to go another I was starting to get hit time. a good bit. Not like that, though. He literally walked right back and got clocked again. And, like, <laughs> yeah. clean. He didn't get if hit he, clean in the first. If he got through that first, like, 45 seconds of round two, that fight's going then to distance. Been. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, like, I'm not saying he's great or anything, but the UFC needs fucking guys like Tai Tuivasa. They just do. He's always going to be yep. fun. Crowd loves him. You can throw that guy in the opener of a pay-per-view, the, like a, a big fight on pre-ones, whatever. Like people love him. He's fun, man. You got to fun. Like, I mean, he gets like cracked and, and stumbled by Hardy mm-hmm. and then just turns around and knocks him. Like, I, I want all of that. Yeah, I want That's all of that. That's what you need in the heavyweight division. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, you, nobody knows what you're talking about. Ibrahimovic. He could beat up yeah. Jordan, right? I agree. And, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, Zl- Zlatan would would beat up a few dudes. Jordan Wright. He knocked At Jordan least. Wright out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Um, Shoey's disgusting. Dominic Cruz defeated Pedro Munez. Another dub. Cruz dominator just fucking easy plus plus money hits again just fucking easy to quit it's a it's great dominator. Got a little scary there everyone keeps saying dominator scary. versus sanhagen like i i Aldo. nothing sanhagen so much how, Cruz how, Aldo. do it that's what we need although it's too good you're, for Cruz. your man he has bigger things your man, he has bigger like, things to i thought somebody came in there and hit him with a defibrillator is what i thought happened because <laughs> <laughs> that dude was fucked, and a lot, yep. a lot, a, a lot of refs stop that. That's like a coin flip. Like a lot of refs step in and stop. But that it shouldn't be. stop it. My my no, answer is it shouldn't be. He was that's, fine. That's one that could have been stopped. I mean, I don't, I don't care if it went or not. Like he came back and won a decision. But that's that's one that could have absolutely. That was a whole lot more stoppable than the um the last one we were talking about um the the Clay Guida fight. Like that one right there was a whole lot more oh, stoppable yeah. 
than the Clay Guida fight. I don't know. Guida got knocked down like 74 times. Cruz got hit like yeah. knocked down like, Man, Cruz Cruz was like four and a half. Yeah, he, was getting, he was getting hit. Pretty Pro- good, props to Cruz though, man. He did. Uh, he he stayed in that fight. It turned it around. Man, I, Munoz just I don't he's know, lost. man. It not like he shut it down in like the third round. I, I don't been know. Doing that. He did that it, against Frankie. He just wasn't aggressive enough. And whether you think he won or not, he did the same kind of thing. He was kind of lackadaisical in certain parts. Just low volume. Not aggressive. He, he won. Also, he, volumed him in the third round. Yeah. So. He, he won. The, I thought he won the Frankie fight. He he absolutely lost this fight. He, oh, he, yeah. gave, the, he gave this fight yeah. away. He, com- yep. he completely gave it away. Dominator. <laughs> Featherweight division. Fight we lost. Josh Emmett defeated Dan. 50K Ige. Um, yeah, I, I thought people were complaining about this or going back and forth. I, I thought it was pretty clear. Um, I, I thought the judges could have got it wrong. I, I thought it could have went either way uh, from the judges, but I thought Emmett definitely won the third. I thought he just he landed the bigger shots. Um, interesting third round for Ige. Like he dominates the second round and then comes out and just doesn't do anything. Like he started off so slow in that third round and it cost him the fight. And the problem with guys like Ige who aren't going to wrestle, who aren't going to, doesn't have submission is when you don't have power, you kind of have to be perfect in a lot of areas. And he's yep. not very often against good guys. He is not capable of putting them out and, and that's yep. tough. And he's not really capable that often of even wobbling guys or dropping guys. Like it's not his game. And when you're going against a guy with Emma, he can win one punch and that steals around. And really that kind of happened in the first and third. Um, the third was that one big shot that he didn't drop him, but really hurt him in kind of, you know, the biggest shot of the third round. And then the first he got dropped. So Ige is the kind of guy that can win 13 minutes of a fight and lose. That's that's kind of what he did. I mean, he lost a little more than that, but I mean, he yeah. was doing well in the first until he got rocked. And then he did well in the second. And then the third was eh. it's tough. Yeah. Third, I thought the third was kind of close, but it yeah. got it. Um, and it wasn't a blowout. Power difference. It was, clo- it was clo- just, it's just power difference. Yeah, yeah. A, you could describe close, it better. Yeah, close striking, and Emmett was landing with more power. Emmett's so ugly, though. Oh man, so he's ugly. Voldemort. Yeah, uh, I believe I saw someone sent a picture of his wife, and she's like an absolute smoke show. I'm, I'm sure she really? is. Like, hey, yeah. people, look her <laughs> up. Doesn't surprise me. Let's no, see. You move on to the next fight. We'll uh, we'll look her up. Yeah, I believe someone said she's 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 pretty solid. So someone find it. All right. Um yes. main card, John O'Malley defeated Paiva, knockout. Who cares? I mean, he beat another unranked guy. This motherfucker beat an unranked guy and jumped to like thirteenth and passed Song and Dong. <laughs> Look, I, who's I, only fought unranked that, dudes for ranked dudes for the past couple of years. <laughs> That's a that's a decent win for O'Malley just because of it's unranked uh, in a nobody. I mean, but he's smoky. Like, I mean, you gotta give him a little gr- like everybody's like no. beat Piva and we'll say you, you got a decent win. And he knocks the dude out. And I I'll bet Piva here. I don't I don't think O'Malley's great or anything, but he smoked a dude that everybody was like, it's an okay fighter, okay fight for him. And Outside the him. box dominator. O'Malley Cruz next. Let's let's see let's see if he can wrestle. They they, they were talking about that. I I, I think that'll be. Oh, you would never do that. Who who's the guy that has absolutely no power or wrestling in the division? That's who he's fighting next. Rafael Sunsau. <laughs> that's next. Sunsau can wrestle Actually, against I, that guy. He just so he probably I, I did I did see uh, somebody tweet though, and it's kind of true. It's like we we kill the UFC 
when they give like these young guys like easy matchups and shit and a bunch of them. But then when they're not doing this, we're killing them for not having any homegrown yeah. talent. Well, ha- not having yeah. any like good producing good fighters. When you have a big name guy who's had a handful of fights already, who's talks more shit than everyone finishing all these fights, you give him a tough fight. He's he's a tough fight point. So Brad, I think honestly, who I would match him up here, the George and Snooze machine. Oh, can you God. think of a better matchup <laughs> to get him hurt? <laughs> yeah, to, 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 to permanently injure him. Can you, yeah, even, can you even? This guy's talking about he's going to fight Yana and stuff. Can you imagine what the George and Snooze machine I, would do to him? I would stay awake for that one. That's for he, sure. Yeah, that's would, no snooze fest. <laughs> O'Malley would quit. They oh would, yeah, he already quit. quit once. He would quit against the the snooze machine. He'll do all right I mean, against these these unranked guys, though. He's, he's got some hands. He's got some he speed. And we've yeah. seen exactly one fight where things haven't gone his way. And he quit. And he quit. Yep. I yeah, mean, I, I guess you can say the the soup can fight, but like he was already up big in that yeah. fight. And soup well, can. Anyway, he fought the flyweight on five days' notice. You know, oh, he got hit a couple was... times. What a loser! Um, I think I actually like the snooze machine now. Like every time I read his tweets and his interviews and stuff, like I'm like this is my kind of dude. Like I think I didn't like him at first because of style and stuff, but like the last fight, he just handed just out fight like that. Him. Yeah, fight like. Well, if he fights like how he does against Marais, then he's gonna have some more fans. That's for damn sure. He just handed out a fucking ass whooping in that, and I just like when you read his tweet and he called out Sean O'Malley right after the fight, like nice. instantly called him Smart. out and like but he's funny with stuff and his interviews are great like i think i'm a snooze machine fan brad what do you oh, think shit oh, i don't shit. hate the snooze machine it's just he's the snooze machine he he yeah. is who he is did did you see the one where he was like i, I can't remember if he was like changing a light fixture or he's putting up like curtains or something in aljo's place he was standing on you know the the round part of the the top of a stepladder yeah he was standing on that while doing it <laughs> He's just a he's psycho. The he's the best. I love this guy. Absolutely love him. All right, let's move on. Kai Carfrans knocked out Cody Garbrandt. This is fucking sad. Oh, that was so God. sad. It wasn't even just the knockout. Like he was. Com- it wasn't. We can't just blame the chin here. He was completely outclassed in this oh, fight by a guy who could probably make one fifteen. He just has no striking defense. When he throws, his chin is just out there and ready to be landed on he just throws like naked leg kicks dudes just never evolved defensively and then add to the shitty chin and it's a recipe for disaster at the higher levels like why if he knows he has a bad chin and he knows he's fighting car car france like and he needs a win why are you not trying to wrestle i think he's he gasses if he wrestling. does i i i still i don't know how do you know if he got in the first round every time <laughs> Somewhere along the way, someone convinced him that he is like a world-class boxer, and he's never been able to let that go. Like We've seen fight. it time one, and time again with fight. these wrestlers that that get some hands. Not yeah. good. Just not good. Oh, he's he's about he's done as any kind of higher level fighter. Like he's no, he'll, he'll go back up though. To, I don't know what he does. Go back up to I mean, what's wild is he went up there and like he went. All the he went five with Font. I, just, I know. How I did you last? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. I'm they, so pissed. I'm so hit. pissed. And got that hit I didn't cash Font inside there. 
I don't That's one of the reasons I like Garbrandt. I was like, well, if he can take font shots, why can't exactly. he not take my car front? <laughs> exactly. That's why I bet him too, man. Man. But it, it wasn't it wasn't just the chin though. The dude was outclassed everywhere. I mean, he was getting laser yeah. beam. It was yeah. bad. He didn't have the speed advantage he normally has. Yeah. Skycar France is very fast too, even for one twenty five. Yeah. So anyway, poor I kind of think Skycar France is, is okay. I mean, the, the it nickname, seems like he's taking a step lately. He's, good. He, yeah. he's taking a step up because I I want to. Um, a good bet on him a couple back, but I hit him last time too. Uh, who was his last one out? He was like, but nice plus money against. I can't remember before he, Cody. Yeah, he's got a couple. He's got a couple the last one that he lost against uh, Roy Val. Like he lost that because Roy Val's a fucking dog. And he was looking okay in that fight until the sub, right? If mm-hmm. I recall. Well, they just both rocked each other. Yeah, they were just yeah. beating the shit out of each other. It was just madness. I wouldn't stop coming. Oh, yeah, I, I did bet against last month for Rogério Bontaron. 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 Louisiana native Rogério Bontaron. That's my favorite fighter. I don't even know what he looks like. I can't I can't pick him <laughs> out on that. I just know it doesn't he's, matter. I know he's he's the best fighter in Louisiana now that Dustin Poirier is dead. Um, that's <laughs> all I have a picture of him in my head. Bon hanging out with an alligator and on one of those fan <laughs> boats. Did you ever see that? It's an old SNL skit, and they were acting like um, the like Bangor, Maine, was like a a a Louisiana city, and it was like this Judge Judy thing. It was like you. It was Jamie Fox, and it was like you in Bangor, Maine now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like we're gonna throw you to the Gators. It was like Jason Sudeikis and Jamie. Look it up. Bangor, Maine, SNL skit. There's this like five minute skit. Like we gonna feed you to the Gators. <laughs> it's you gotta watch it. It's, it's Lance watched that three times before we broke yeah. down the. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. The last time I watched that skit is when they had the UFC in Bangor, Maine. <laughs> Perfect. You in Bangor, it comes Maine up as now? Soon as you search that, <laughs> dude. It's a great skit. It. All right, welterweight division. Jeff Neal defeated Ponzinibbio. I thought this fight was pretty boring, and I took nothing from it. It was kind of a letdown. It really was. Yep. So Jeff Neal still does not. He's tentative. Play. He's not aggressive. He doesn't want to knock people out anymore. I mean, at, at least he finally picked it up a little bit in the third round. In the third in that fight, uh, yeah. because if he didn't, he was going to lose. Yeah, he threw like triple the amount of strikes in the third compared to the first or second. Like, yeah. why not just do that to start the fight and you would have some success? But I didn't love the fight though. It was no, not. It my was. Favorite. It was. It was definitely a uh, a lull. Yeah. All right, and then went to bantamweight division. Juliana Payne had the champ. Uh, rear naked choke. So, can we call that a rear naked choke? No, no, it wasn't <laughs> even in. Yeah, like that's like, like she chose her a submission, like, submission from from a, a submission a, arm dude, around that was, head. Did you read this? It was a it was a back it. ride. She was she was saying that she basically invented that choke. Uh, for the for the, the one where you don't have to even choke them. They just yeah, that's, like, that's the Josh Fabia thing. He's he, he she warned yeah. the commission that she was gonna kill her. Yeah. It was funny. So I tweeted like, "Wow, she invented her own rear. She invented the rear naked choke." And Aaron Waters show was like, "Oh my god, that makes Dubronx even better." He watched her do it and then learned it and then used learned. it in his next fight. <laughs> but man, that was that was quit. That like, there is no way to describe that. She fucking gassed oh. out because she didn't get the finish in the first because she did everything wrong. She gassed out and then she she instantly quit. She got outstruck yep. and knocked pretty much knocked down and out by Juliana Pena. 
There's there's one way to describe it. It's mom dad quit. Brad's <laughs> got a new calculation. The first there's a first time for everything, and that's that's, right. uh, that's what happened on Saturday. What, what hey, what's wild? I don't know. Like she was gassing a little, but the second round. She just got her head boxed off and was yeah. done. She panicked, know, man. Yeah, she panicked and gasped because like... she was getting hit with the, the worst strikes <laughs> and then, ever. And then she so starts throwing even worse. She just And she was throwing them back just it's as just bad. It was fucking brutal, man. I, I mean, my my was... favorite was the one part where Pena just threw like seven jabs in a row. And they were the most hideous jabs you've ever seen in your but, life. But and Nunez all of them is... snapped her <laughs> And then Nunez swings a big ass hook right behind everyone and just flails it up well, in the it, air. It was funny, like when we have like when it's two guys, like they call it like a barroom brawl type fight. Someone said this was like a mom wine night fight. <laughs> I, was I was like, that's so perfect. She was like, like if, and then I'm thinking of like, okay, Nunez is the is the is the greatest women's fighter of all time, and that was an amazing fight. I was like, could you imagine if that was like. 235 pound guys and they were striking like that we would we would be laughing for fucking months that was the lowest skilled goat fight of all time it might be the least technical Ever. uh title fight in ufc history no, really, going back yeah. to ufc yeah. one yeah and there's been, or whatever there's, you know there's been some other chick title fights here recently <laughs> i know man did you see those strikes from i know i'm upset that that we're not gonna get cyborg against her again and get cyborg get some plus money i'm telling you i think if they rematch like tomorrow cyborg probably knocks her oh out. yeah well i think i think that she got married she had a kid and i think it's just different and like, i got covid yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, she got some. She got like she's one of the UFC fighters and one of the chick fighters too that got a little fame and probably some money too. She got, oh, she made money. Yeah, like oh, yeah. she she's got sponsored she, by Modelo. She was really off. Awesome. She was really active too. She got content, man. I mean, ESPN they were talking about her with fucking like Serena and shit before the fight, like <laughs> Candace one of the, Parker. Yeah, and Candace shit, like. Parker and shit. And I'm like, man, I like Nunez myself. There's the curse. We, There's the curse. Up? That was that was bad, and Juliana Pena now is she was already just impossible to hear with like hear talk or Twitter, and now it's like oh my god, like she was like I was gonna kill her, like she didn't quit, I was gonna rip her head off, like she's lucky. She she wasn't killing her. Her her eyes shut after a round, like she was getting her shit pushed in. But I have to give it to to Pena. There were some balls there, like she got beat up, dominated. Came back against a ferocious striker in that division, like with the power and everything. Her having absolutely no skills, like it was the first no skill, first day of Tybo. <laughs> like she just finished her first course of Tybo and was ready to test it out in the streets. I don't even know you said Tybo. That looked like Dana White's boxer size class yeah. to me. Yeah. There it yeah. is. It was literally like she was in lift rhythm, just breaking it down. Like yeah, right there. You're, you're right though. Like that, I said after it says like. Props to her though, because yeah. she stood in the center hey. of the fucking cage in the second was like, fuck this. And yeah. she, threw it. she won the this only is my way chance. she could win that fight. Yeah. Yep. That was that was it was it was funny. I definitely I Hilarious. I enjoyed so, the moment. I, I it, it was a great moment. That like there's moments in MMA. When that was huge, a moment. Uh, yeah, huge now like people were were already like, that's the biggest one of the biggest upsets in UFC history. And I'm no. like Shut the fuck up with that, please. Stop. Like, there's another chick fight that's a bigger. I was like, it was way bigger. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
there, there's there's so many that that you can't even count. Yeah, because like like, like Nunez has faced some adversity here and there, and she's lost fights in the past. And like, what was her last? It was last fight or whatever. Like she got hit more, and like she's been not and like whole, dominated. Yeah, whole, whole knocking out Ronda was like I mean, Ronda had never got out of the first round. Even odds wise, Ronda <laughs> in that fight was like twelve minus twelve hundred or something. Yeah, like yeah. even odds wise, but like and she got. Dusted had no, and yeah, also had no no history of like gassing and no adversity. She had no adversity. She had no push. Like literally every fight Ronda had, she immediately won. She was unbeatable into that. She took you down, she finished you, and she beat all kinds of people. Nunez was has been fighting fucking cans. At 145, for three, fighting the worst. They were signing people from Subway who happened to be able to cut down to 145. A bunch of Sam artists running around the octagon. What's 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 funny is Nunez is going to get in shape for the rematch and fight. And Whooper. Nunez is in shape for this one. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Well, I, I just think that's who she is. I, I think that's who she is, though. Could She's be. never had great cardio. I'm sure the COVID didn't help. Supposedly yeah, she got that she, pretty bad. She looked like... So she like, just got lost, man. Way she, overlooked. I, it, it was, yeah. She oh, thought yeah. this was going to be a, you know, easy, easy night, and she it fought did not the, end up. Being. She fought the first round like she thought it was going to yeah. be an easy and quick. She's night. smiling so, when she yeah. was like, yeah. going to cradle." It was, it was working. <laughs> she, she, well, she could have finished in the first round if she and she stopped smiling, and there was a couple of playing with her. Could have got a token. Yeah, didn't work. Um. So yeah, and Brian had a comment. Peniel single-handedly delegitimized female fighting. That could actually yeah, can we be just close them? Can we can we just close them all now? <laughs> could be an accident. All right, let's move on. We got a bunch of fights to cover very quickly because they all suck. Um, next fight we got uh, what is it? UFC Fight Night Lewis versus Dukakis brothers. Um, we'll start in the lightweight division. Shout out, Thanks for watching the show, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> Definitely a friend of the. He, he left Showtime. He, he's looking for uh, to come on the pod and, and yeah. join us. He won half of the Dukakis brothers. All right, lightweight division: Jordan Levitt, Matt Sales, Newshon. We can go very quickly through a lot of this card. Yeah, I I, I don't have anything. Uh, Sales hasn't fought in two years after he got twisted by Bryce Mitchell. Uh, I guess he's just embarrassed from that. Um, but you, you you can't. I. I don't think you can take Jordan Levitt in a, in a UFC fight, so I'll, I'll pick Sales. <laughs> There's just absolutely nothing here. What a what a start, yeah. West. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't fight for two years either if I got twisted by some dude. And called a guillotine. Let's use yeah. proper terminology. <laughs> I mean, the dude did the dude did invent the twister. So I mean, um, I I like Jordan in this fight, but I think you got to leave. Correct. I think you, I think you gotta take it. Oh, I mean, I think Matt Sales, Matt Sales sucks and doesn't belong in the UFC, and like leave it also sucks and probably doesn't belong in the UFC. But at least he's good at one thing, and that happens to be the thing that Sales isn't great at. So I don't know. I don't know if if I can get a little a little plus money on this one, maybe maybe it'll be a sprinkle. Yeah. This is just not great. You got you got a bad guy coming off a two year layoff versus another bad guy. Um, I mean, Levitt has faced like the bums of the bums, and it's hard to take too much away. Like Bryce Mitchell is very good, um, and he's very good in the ground. He's very creative, so I don't take too much out of that. But super long layoff, not very good in general. It's hard to pick him. 
And then Jordan Levitt is just not good. Like if he doesn't get a sub in this one and catch something, he's not he's not very very good either. So I think it a pick him is a, is about right. So this can be a pass for me. All right, let's move up to just a banger heavyweight division. Dante Mays, Josh Parisian. This is what I like to see, Nushan. You gonna fatties this one? Hell no, I'm not touching this with a ten foot pole. Dante Mays is a minus two hundred favorite. That is the line of this fight. Yes. Absolutely well, I mean, wild. Th- this card contains Dante Mays at minus 200 and Justin Taffa at minus 350. <laughs> Just, it's the last card of the year. We need to get these guys one more fight, and this is what we're getting. Uh, Parisian did not look good against the old uh, Roque Martinez. And Mays did. But I would just take the underdog in this. Uh, zero chance I would ever put money on these two fighters. Under two and a half, minus 115. Wes, opposite fatties? No, no. Look, I, w- I wish I could get a, a true fatties on here, but we, we don't have that. You got a total two and a half. Dante May should be minus 200 against fucking anybody. Like, if you're you're playing this, you you take a, a small dog chance. But I think it's going to get sloppy, man. Parisian by decision at, like, plus 500? Like, I might have to take a small little piece of that. I think we're going to get fatty and sloppy. And if I can get plus 500 on, on the dog who I think has got a shot to win, I, I'm going to take a little of that plus 500. Right. Very, very small. Very small. West stole my thunder because uh, that's exactly where <laughs> you I know was we're going. getting sloppy here. <laughs> it, it, absolutely, this is going to be hideous. Uh, there, there's an over one and a half at minus one ninety at dimes, which I might throw in a parlay because I don't see either one of these guys getting an early finish. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think my boy Carbo, uh, the the displaced Parisian brother from from the Midwest. <laughs> Uh, I, I think he's going to dig deep and, and pull out some pasta in between rounds two and three and uh, and get her done because Dante Alma is just awful. I, I mean, so is Carbo, but, uh, you know, at, at least he's fought a couple more dudes. I actually like not the decision prop because you know me. I actually kind of like Parisian in this fight. Um, he's, he's tough. He's a tough heavyweight. He is – He's not easy to finish. Dontel Mays does not have exactly a good gas tank. He's not going to get an arsenal here. And in 18 fights, Parisian's only been stopped once. And at heavyweight, that kind of tells you something. Like, the guy can get hit, he can take some. And Dontel Mays is not a guy who's just going to – he's not going to be in these fucking wars. And he, he's – he's I, I don't know. Like, Dontel Mays is not that fucking guy. He's not a guy that's going to go 15 hard. And I don't know if Parisian is, but I think he has a little bit more of a gas tank here. And I think he's overall more skilled. I think Mays probably has more power, uh, just one-punch power. But I think Parisian's actually the more skilled fighter in this. And I think it – what is it, plus 170 now? Munich. Are we switching? Change it up. Yeah, let's it up. do it. On the fly. Munich. Yeah. Oh, we, we talked about 10 fights in the pregame. We couldn't <laughs> pick one. We, we settled on something, and now we're just going Munich at the gate. I love it. Josh Parisian. Beauty. <laughs> That's My perfect. Goodness. Josh fucking Parisian. All right. And now let's move to the best fight on the card. Women's bantamweight division. Raquel Pennington versus Macy Chazon. 
Actually, it's in the featherweight division. Nobody knows oh, why. Next uh, challenger for noons. They have a featherweight division? I thought Felicia Spencer was the last person. Unfortunately not. Damn. Um, I was a bit surprised this fight was as widely lined as it is. If if I hated myself, I probably would sprinkle on Macy Jason. I think she's the bigger fighter and if it's at 45 she might have a little more luck but she is not skilled either Ugh, i'll pick chase on but another just not a good fight wes yeah it's another fight with a with a slight dog that i think the line's just a little too wide i think uh i mean i don't i don't think chase on is good i don't think um uh, pennington's very good either but uh I, I see this just being some fucking hug fest, um, a lot against the cage, Chase on holding her there. Um, I think she can take a decision here, so I might sprinkle on her her by decision. Fred? Pennington is out of shape at 135, so I can't wait to see what she looks like at 145. <laughs> and, and there's one thing I know about Macy Chase on. And that's that, for some reason, people call her Macy Kiason. And I have no idea why. Um, this fight sucks. Yeah, I I just have so little interest in this. I don't I don't have any commentary. Let's move on yeah. to another fight. Featherweight division. Charles Air Jordan versus Andre Uhl. Sean. Pound for pound. The easy path, the easier path to victory when you're when you're fighting Jordan, is to take him down. Uh, he's he's got a <laughs> a very sketchy uh, takedown defense, that's for sure. Andre Ewell is not going to do that, so this is going to be a striking fight. Minus two hundred seems a a bit high, but Ewell is coming off a a knockout loss. Ewell sucks. He is not good. He is. He got not a draw good. versus Kudalabia. Got choked out by a Rosa. I mean, this guy's a whole trash can. The problem is, uh, Jordan got choked out by fucking Julia, uh, by uh, Rosa. Julian Rosa. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. That's not a good look either. So, I think this is kind of a, a get right fight for Jordan. Uh, I think he has success on the feet and, and probably wins a, a decision. But minus 200 is a bit high for my liking. Yeah, Wes. Yeah, I, I don't have too much more to add to that. Uh, I would just say that it's uh, it's more of a dogger pass uh, for me personally. Uh, there's no way I'm laying that kind of juice on on Jordan at this point. I just I don't I don't see it there. You're getting choked out by Rose. I mean, if anybody is getting a takedown in this fight, it's probably Yule, and that's not good for for Jordan. So, uh, dogger pass for me, but I'm probably gonna pass. Red. Yeah, this is this will probably be an entertaining fight because Jordan loves getting punched in the face and putting himself in all sorts of bad spots. But he is the way better fighter. He was one of those guys that if you look at just his losses, they don't look that bad. But if you look at just his wins, they all look pretty awful. Um, he's He's never really fought anybody in between, so it's hard to know where he really stands. Uh, that was all at Bantamweight, of course. So, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Ewell moving up, uh, he's going to lose that one advantage that he had was being, like, a much longer guy. And 
I gotta side with Canada here, but no way I'm laying minus 200 on Jordan. Yeah, same kind of thoughts here. Uh, Jordan's a guy I've been bet, I've bet on a bunch of times, and it doesn't really work out for me. Ewell is a guy I bet against, I think, every time he's fought <laughs> in the last few years. Like, I think we talked about it last time he fought. The guy does nothing well. He has no – like, he does not like, every fighter usually has one thing they do, okay? Nothing. Ewell has literally no skills whatsoever. Jordan's Canadian, so it's still hard to make a bet. Those – no offense – Fellers. None taken. We know. Um, man, is it bad. And Jordan just – he seems like one of those guys, like some guys find ways to win, some guys find ways to lose. He's definitely on the find ways to lose. He has lost or drew with extremely bad fighters, and he's just not not very good. So it's going to be a pass here because I'm definitely not going to bet on Andre Ewell. If this fight, you know, plummeted with the line, I'd look at it. But, yeah, not really interested in this one. Women's flyweight division, Sajera Eubanks to face <laughs> – Melissa Gatto. God, this card is fucking bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a good one, Frank. He said, you all couldn't take down a hooker's panties. <laughs> that is completely fair. Frank was coolie. Nice comment. I... And we had our friend Aussie Fight Fan say the hog sucker decision is 850 to 1. That's a good nickname. But it's Harry Cumsucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's the much more He's been named. <laughs> I, I got nothing in this fight. Uh, Eubanks is not good. I have no clue if Melissa Gatto is good. Um, I, I really don't care. This is a terrible fight. So bad. And then George said he's going to have his second, George Johnstone, second attempt at Jew food. Um, I hope you get some Kugel in there, some Lockies, some matzo balls. Get in there. <laughs> um before we get to Les's breakdown, I think we just need to talk about how disrespectful that it is that his office is having a Hanukkah party on Friday, a month after Hanukkah finished. <laughs> <laughs> it's like middle of December, right? Uh, and why and, this hey, year? Hon- it was it started on November twenty eighth. Sure, spelling Hanukkah is is way off. And also, that's fine. That's, that's wh- okay. winter solstice. Like how that gets thrown in there. Well, they're trying to be inclusive. That's every winter solstice is December twenty first, so that one makes yeah. sense. Yeah, we get a month after <laughs> Hanukkah ended like two weeks ago. I, I love when Christians think that Hanukkah is just it's <laughs> it's Christmas, but it's Jews, and it happens on the same day at Christmas. It, it must. Well, it's right? just a, a couple of weeks before. It's like mid December, right? <laughs> That's great. Well, I am Viking. Well, I hope you enjoy the food, George. Yes. <laughs> We All appreciate right, the effort, uh, the inclusivity. Yeah. <laughs> Wes, you got a banger in this fight or what? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Eubanks probably wins a shitty decision, but I'm, I'm not laying any juice on her in, in this fight. Brad, anything here? This is, this is women's MMA? I think and, so. And we've got an undefeated fighter? As a dog against a seven and six career fighter, I mean, does that mean that, anything? That bet makes itself. Are you gonna bet this? No, fuck no. Who's Melissa Gatto? I don't know. Melissa Cat is, is is she? Sneaky? Gatto means cat. Decent. I don't know who this is. Man, what a wow. Okay, let's up. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. All right, then let's. Oh my god. It, just, <laughs> <laughs> it gets better, Ryan. This card. 
This card is yeah, Amanda Lemos versus Angela Hill is, a, is the third from the top. In case you think it's going to get better, uh, heavyweight division: Justin Taffa versus Harry Hogsucker, as our friend said. <laughs> New son, what do you got? I got, I got. Don't have much again. Uh, Hunsucker has never been to a decision in in eleven fights. He's been finished four times out of his four losses. Justin Taffa being a minus, what is he up to now? Minus 315 favorite? Man, that's a bad look. If you are minus 315 to Justin Taffa, you probably should just quit and try to get, you know, a real job that pays sandwich artist. 70 grand a year. A set, yeah, maybe even a sandwich artist because this, is, this isn't it, bro. Ugh, Wes? Some some white dude for the Lakers just hit a three for the win. I have no idea who it is, but he's white. It's not Caruso. He's not there anymore. <laughs> no, it's it's some random white kid. Hey, um, hold on. Did you see Harry? Have you seen Harry Hunsucker's career history? Did I miss this? He's never seen a second round in his life. Never. Not, not yet. Not yet. Topper, topper round one plus one sixty. I think we have something here, boys. <sighs> He's we do not. What we have here is a fatties. There's no money. way you can go fatties. He's never seen the second round. He's going to in this fight because they're going to get. Vanderrod knocked him out in three minutes. They're going to get slapped. Tapa sucks. Like he fucking sucks. He's got power. We'll see. One and a half plus 150. Fatties. Let's get sloppy. If he gets knocked out, then the cum sucker goes down hard. Fight ends in round one is even money. Under one and a half is like minus 160 or 170. Like, we know what's going to happen here. Tafa's going to fucking knock his block off. It, like, he's that gonna, kid just comes out and swings he's those gonna get hugged. He's going to get hugged. He's going to do some hugging, and they're going to start sweating and getting sloppy. That's what the cum sucker is a hugger. <laughs> I mean, how else do you get it out? That's true. All right, Brad, what you got? Uh, I, I'm all over the place with this one because originally I saw the, the big dog odds and, and I was trying to look for a way for for the hog sucker uh, to to get it done. And Justin Toppa did get knocked out in the first round by Jorgen DeCastro. I remember that. that. But that yeah. was like a one-off. Like That was like a fucking lucky death blow. Was it a one-off? It was. He Could it be a shit, two-off? He had that shitty <laughs> split with the shitty fucking Carlos Felipe and shit, man. That was, a, got, that was a fight Carlos Felipe people thought he enjoyed watching him and was like, yeah! And it was like, boom! Tampa's <laughs> bad, man. He get He is bad. He barely Tom. throws any punches. He's fucking fat. He's bad. Tafa is very bad. Um, I just... Man, I, I, remember, I remember that Vandera fight, too, because he was doing fine, and then they fell over, and Vandera ended up on top of him. <laughs> he, was, he was screwed at that point. I love hearing um, all this. Just love it. I don't know, Wes. I, I might have to jump on board. Man, that's uh, that is a very tempting fatties. It's not not very. It's often a tough. That we it's get a, a tough true one. fatties. 
it's going to be a tough one and a sweaty one, but when you're getting... I mean, this one, I'm not even sure it's that tough. I think once you get past the first three minutes of this fight... He's never been to a second round in his entire career. How can you say it's not tough? There he's is a never large... fought Justin Toffa. <laughs> yeah, he's fought Juan Adams and David... Way better. Way better. I was going to take the come sucker. Not the other guy. Who round did... one at plus 700, but now I'm going over. All right, let's see who. Patties, Wes. Let's do it. Dontel Mays cleaned him out. Dontel Mays, two minutes. Submission to punches. (laughs) Yeah, but that was early in his career. That doesn't count. (laughs) Submission to punches. Oh, my God. He's lost three times. Two times submission to punches and one once submission to punches. That's the most submission to punches I've ever seen on a sure dog pitch. That's that's elite heavyweight uh, record right there. It's a so good he thing started off that Toff is not going to get him to the ground. So he started off his career, his first three fights, two of the first three he tapped out due to punches, and this motherfucker's on the in the UFC. Yeah, <laughs> learning experience. He was smart. I mean, the goat tapped the punches in the in the Sarah fight. How is this guy in the UFC? He's trying to tap to get out of there and how not this, take so how much is, damage. How, how is either of them in the UFC? Like, well, Tough has lost two shitty decisions. Yeah, but like. so Hunsucker got knocked out in three minutes on Contender Series, and then a year later gets a contract. They all want to fight, Lance. Jesus Christ. It was a record-setting door. year in 2021, so Lance, as you can they tell. They're definitely rowing to Fight Island just to make sure they can get in line. It's like Black <laughs> Friday deals in Fight Island. you got to line up for days to get that new PlayStation. That's, Dana, that's Tuesday night contenders. So we got a caution. Black Friday for Dana White. I don't know what I'm going to bet here, but I, I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to go opposite of what you guys said and bet the first round. All right, Bantamweight Division. Uh, Ronnie Barcelos versus Victor Henry. New Sean, anything here? Not much. I'm a bit surprised that Victor Henry isn't hasn't been to the UFC or or Bellator sooner. I mean, he he went on a, a good streak there. He, he won some fights in Ryzen, and then he's fighting on something called Paris FC and LXF six the last couple fights. I'm sure I've seen him when he fought in Ryzen. I don't remember him. Uh, Rowney Barcelos is actually an okay fighter, so he probably is going to win. Uh, laying big juice is, is kind of always sketchy on these kind of lower-level fights, though. Yep. Bless. Yeah, I can't I can't lay it on uh, Barcelos twice in a row, not not after last time. that I, I thought he was on the cusp of like breaking through and, and getting title shots and shit. And he just threw a dud, man. So I just don't know. I, I think he should smoke this guy and get back on track. But that, that last performance just worries me to be laying any kind of juice. So it, it's probably going to be a pass from that. Maybe if anything might look at him by decision. Um, but it's probably a pass. Brad. Yeah. I actually like one bet in this fight. Uh, and that's the uh, that's the over. Um, Victor Henry has never been finished in his career, and as Sean said, he actually has a pretty reasonable. You can't even really call it a regional scene career because he's been everywhere, um, fought some good guys, and Barcelos is a patient fighter. Uh, I think you know if there's a, a criticism that we had even before his last fight, it's that 
he didn't necessarily go for the kill when, when he could have, um, you know, let guys get to the final bell when he was dominating them, that sort of stuff. So I don't think that Barcelos is finishing Henry here. And honestly, I, I still think Barcelos is the far superior fighter. So, you know, if you want to be kind of, uh, a, a little bit safer. Uh, Dimes has the over one and a half at minus 170, which I think is quite cheap. Uh, Damn, and right? then over two and a half is even money. So I'm going to take the over because I think this is going to be, you know, I, one of those clear but kind of competitive uh, decisions for Barcelos. Yeah, it's a uh, Henry's taking this on a week's notice. I think, and, and Barcelos is, is good, but it's the same thing we talked about with Dan Ige. It's, he, he went, he doesn't, he's not, he's not going after it. And Ige's more, I guess, he doesn't have the actual power. Barcelos, like you said, he doesn't really go for it as much, plays it really safe. And then maybe you get caught once and you get yourself in these competitive decisions. And I don't know, it's, he's hard, he's a hard guy for me to lay three to one on. He, he really is. And I think he's the more likely winner here, but. Sometimes you see these short notice underdogs just come in and just go fucking ape shit and just not give a shit. And this could be one of those cases. So um, I'm probably not going to play Barcelos here, even though I think he's the likely winner, but definitely not trusting my money on Henry. There's just not a lot of, I always find bets. I will find my bets. I will find five bets, but this is a tough card. It's a tough card to find him. All right, let's move on now. Midway division, uh, Dustin Stolfus, Meerkat. Nishan? Uh, that's potential fighter of the year candidate if if the meerkat locks in a sub on Saturday. Aaron's um, our boy, but that was the most ridiculous tweet <laughs> I've ever seen. Aaron, if you're listening, I love you. I know you listen to the show, so I love you. But man, that was that was not good. Come on, man. He 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 lost to the goat. He got knocked out, but there was some transfer there, and and he's just been on a on a tear. He, he chokes out Fabinski. He's a big <laughs> underdog against Miradov. Man, all all that's uh, in in his way of, of being a, a fight of the year candidate it, is Dustin Stoltz. You guys think that's bad? Um, I, I was having a, a chat with uh, with one of our, the podcast friends who's also in the media sphere, and he mentioned that uh, in a staff meeting he had to just lay it on everybody because they were like, "Oh yeah, we should have Poirier as a nominee for fight of the year." Um, didn't Dubronx mention, murdered him. Didn't mention Glover. Didn't mention Dubronx. This was last week that yeah. this happened. Um, so, I know what site and I know what person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't think it's hard to figure out. <laughs> How many casuals they got working there? God damn. I mean, yeah. uh, our, our buddy BMR did. He did. Uh, Aaron did correct. Okay, thank God. Aaron's usually smarter than that. That site you're talking about is like they found the big, the biggest bunch of nerds ever and they're like, you guys should write about MMA. Like, it's the biggest bunch of nerds and virgins I've ever seen in my life. Like, I've never seen anything like it. It was not Bloody Elbow, no. No. I was not talking about Bloody Elbow. I was no. talking about a company that may have may not have been owned by USA Today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I honestly, I, I do expect Mearshart to uh, to get a sub and, and hit the hat trick for for twenty twenty one. I don't think maybe he he isn't a contender of, of comeback fight of the year. Um, that big underdog hit against Miradov was was a, a nice one. I kind of figured they give him 
something a little nicer than Dustin Stolfus. Nice. Is this was this the scheduled match? Oh no, it wasn't. He was supposed to fight something called Absupian Megamedoff because yeah, they're the... just trying to. They're Rush just trying him. to. I don't know what they just hate Mearshart. They just like uh, we're gonna no, give you these like, random you fucking think, Russians. Or if you're a guy like Meerkat, though, you're never fighting for a title. You're never gonna be no. in the top ten. You know what you want, dude? You just style on and win fifty Gs. <laughs> That's what you want. You want to fight That's the fair. biggest losers that you can ever find. I hit in that Murdoch fight. I hit uh, Meerkat sub like ten to one. Yeah. So that'll pay for my Meerkat bets for a long time. Uh, but, man, that's what you yeah. want. You want fucking bums you can style. If you're never going to win the title, like, let's be real. Does Meerkat wake up and go, UFC gold? What's your fucking... <laughs> 2022, Record... I'm getting that belt. It's gold time, baby. Record no. the show, and I miss all the good shit on Twitter. Like I have, like, multiple DMs of people like, did you know? Did you know? And I'm like, what's going on? What I'm happened? Going, oh. I'm going back, going back through our hockey shack. And literally, all these people think that Ben Bo is, is ben. actually Bo. Ben is Bo. Ben is Bo. Got, Bo is Ben. I have like three DMs from like regular dudes in gambling Twitter. They're like, "Dude, did you did you know this shit?" And I'm like, "What? What the fuck's oh. going on? I ain't even been on this shit." No, yeah. Bo is not Ben. Like, they all fall for like what's an or inside is joke. he? Or yeah, is just, he? West. Exactly. <laughs> Hashtag. Fuck. Yeah, I I like uh, Meerkat to get a finish here. Stolfus isn't that great. I think uh, Meerschart, if he's going to win, he's going to finish. I think it's likely a sub, but you kind of never know uh, if he gets him on the ground and just decides to to smash him out. So inside the distance, probably a safer uh, play. So I'll uh, I'll probably play that at at plus money. Wes? Yeah, this is pretty easy for me. This is... This is old Meerkat. I I think he this gets to the mat and he's gonna get a sub here. Um, I I like him by sub. Um, I'm gonna take some inside the distance to be safe because I still have uh, nightmares about uh, some dude's arm broke tapping and I'm not getting paid for my sub bet. So we'll take inside the distance. Red. Um. So Meerkat has thirty three career wins. 31 of them are by stoppage. I think it's like 25 <laughs> or something or is by submission. Uh, so the fact that he can be a minus 200 favorite in a fight and plus money inside the distance and plus 175 by submission is nuts. Uh, and then that's just, you know, first of all. Uh, and, and then he's fighting a guy who got submitted no, no shame in getting submitted by Rodolfo Vieira. In the third this round. This guy got submitted in the third <laughs> round by Rodolfo Vieira. Um, that's bad. Uh, so, yeah, Meerkat, sub. I'll, I'll take the in, inside the distance uh, for the same Verju reasons that uh, Wes is. But uh, I, I think it's probably going to be a sub here. Meerkat yeah, last like Meer- one by decision in 2013. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a finisher. There's, there's, I think one of the biggest value spots in MMA is when you get guys who are two, three, four hundred favorites, and you get them inside the distance when they're finishers at a pretty good, a pretty good level. So I like Meerkat here. I think when when Meerkat fights guys he's supposed to fight, he usually wins and he usually finishes them. When he fights guys he's not supposed to win, he usually loses. Now there is the exception with Meridoff, and maybe that guy's just a fucking Russian fraud. Uh, but I think in this fight he's supposed to win here. 
He's better. I think he'll get this fight to the ground. His jiu-jitsu is really good. It's not just like weird meerkat guy good. It's, it's good. He is good jiu-jitsu, and he finishes. So plus money, I think you got to take it. So this is going to be the consensus bet of the week, and that is on meerkat inside the distance. I believe it's plus 110 right now. Uh, yes. But I think it's a pretty good bet there. All right, let's move on now to the main card. We start in the featherweight divisions. We have Cub Swanson taking on Darren Elkins. I, I might be an idiot, but I I, I got to throw some money on Elkins. He, he, he won me some money last time out against uh, Minner. I, I still just don't. In this day and age, Cub is is a question mark for me. Like, obviously that win against Kron, who's very one-dimensional, was was a, a good win when he was an underdog. And then him smashing out <laughs> Pineda was fairly impressive. Um but then, man, just getting obliterated by Giga. I think Elkins can kind of push the pace, grind on him, take him down, kind of wear him out, and, and win a decision. Um, there is a chance that Elkins gets gets rocked on the feet, and, and that might be all she wrote. The dude has taken a, an absolute shit ton of damage, as you can tell by his... Uh, his he is chest the damage. <laughs> He's embraced the damage. On his chest. He, he lives the damage. Um, but at plus 175, I, I thought that was worth a shot. I think this is uh, a bit of a, a closer fight than that. So, yeah, I got a unit on him. Wes? Yeah, I don't have uh, too much to add to that. I think Sean said it pretty good. Um, I, I like Delkin, Elkins in this spot as well, man. Um, I, I think that's a pretty good number against a really, really aging guy. I I, I can see the argument that, you know, somebody say, well, isn't Elkins kind of aging too and taking all this damage? Yeah, but, man, that guy still comes fucking forward with everything. And I'm not sure Cub can, can handle that pressure. At this stage, um, I don't see Cub getting some kind of one shot, uh, not even a one shot knockout, but something that's really going to hurt Elkins and get him off of him at any point in that fight. So I, li- I like Elkins as well at that number, man. Brad? Yeah, this is kind of a tricky one because both of these guys have lost to generally good fighters uh, in, in their division. Uh, the one that really scares me as far as Elkins goes is, is getting outstruck and dropped a couple times by Ryan Hall. Um, so <laughs> that's uh, that, that's a little concerning. But I don't think that this version of Cub is able to dance around on the outside and, and land you know, pot shots on him at will. I, I think this is going to end up being a dirty fight. Uh, and I think in that sort of fight, Elkins can still beat decent fighters. Uh, and Cub, at this point, I would classify as a decent fighter. Uh, no no more, no less. And I think this is going to turn into a typical Darren Elkins fight where both guys are landing things. There's takedowns. There's pushing up against the cage and uh, weird grappling sequences and, and all that sort of stuff. So... I think that it's just going to be a case of Elkins kind of out hustling and winning a decision. Did Cron retire after the he cup went, fight? He just went on a a, a journey just, and never. Returned. He went back to, back to grappling. Really? Surfing or whatever. He's hanging Doing out with Ayahuasca. Ricardo Arona. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> it was really weird. He just kind of. Yeah. I mean, he thinks Earth is flat. I read that in his his bio. Yeah. So. That's when you do too uh, he, much drugs. There's a happy medium, and he 
went a little too far. He goes past. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I lean Elkins in this one because it's Elkins at a big plus number. Cubs a little wash, but when I look at it, it's a scary fight. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm going to end up betting Elkins maybe a little bit smaller. Um, cause I could also see Cub just avoiding the takedown and just fucking battering him. Um, even at the wash up age, Elkins needs takedowns here. So it really just depends on can Cub stop the takedown? Can Cub go all 15 minutes? We know Elkins can, we know his motor is going to keep going and he can, he can keep going all, all, all three rounds and keep that pace. But I don't know, man, Elkins, Elkins is, He's up or down. Like, some fights I watch, I'm like, holy shit, is he done? Like, that's the most washed human, like the Ryan Hall fight. And then you watch him in his last fight, and you're like, oh, like, he looks okay again. So, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll see here. I'm leaning towards Elkins, um, but I'm just – I'm not ready to pull the trigger on this one. I don't, I don't usually bet till Friday, so i got a couple days to figure it out. But I, I, I don't know. Somewhere in the middle between betting Elkins. Elkins, by decision, is as high as plus 380 out there right now. Ooh. Yeah. He can get subs though late against tired people. I don't know. All right, moving up, lightweight that's a, division. That's a big number though. Carlos yeah. Diego Fajara versus Matus Gamrot. New shot. I think a couple of us on the on the podcast were were on the kind of CDF money train. He he had a nice little win streak there. Uh, we had him uh, against some some bigger name guys, and and he looked good. Um, I think he might be starting to show his age. It's 36. This is the lighter weight classes where guys can seem like they fall off a cliff. He has been fighting very good guys. He, he lost to Gregor last time and, and Dariush the time before that. Um, so maybe it's it's more that. But And he, he did look good in, in the first round against Gregor, but then it just kind of fell apart. And I don't think he's going to get Gamrot out of there in the first round. Gamrot's a, a pretty pretty tough dude. And after that, like even in the first, I think Gamrot can take him down and, and he'll be fine on top. I don't think he's going to get subbed. Um, I don't think CDF is going to sub him from the bottom. Um, and then I, I just really question CDF's gas tank. Uh, Gamrot has a, a decent motor. He's got some skills. I, I, I think the dude's actually pretty decent. Um, so I like him in this matchup. I put him in a parlay for, for two units. Wes, you loving the Pollock here? <laughs> yeah, I think you gotta, you probably gotta lean, uh, him in this fight, man. I, Sean's right about that cardio, man. Like CDF has got a good five, six, seven minutes now, man. It, it's bad. Like he, he gasses really fucking bad anymore. Um, that never had the best cardio to begin with. Um, I just can't see him getting uh, Garmon out of there in, in the first round, and that's probably what he's going to have to do. Um, man, I've made a lot of money on CDF, um, get, giving a little a little bit of it back uh, a couple fights ago against Darius. Like I, I was pretty big on CDF in that Darius fight. Um, got some back with Gregor, but I, I think we could see even in the Gregor fight that. The old CDF is, is starting to fade away, man. He, he's on the back end of, of his career. Uh, and Sean's absolutely right about guys with his type of skills at, at the lower weight classes, man. When they start to go, dudes just start to look really bad. And I'm thinking that that's probably CDF at this point. But um, who knows, man. It, it's a nice number if you like CDF in this spot. I'm I'm probably going to stay away, man. I just I could see this fight playing out a few different ways. I think Vermont wins, but I'm going to stay away. 
How worse, Brad, is your boy? I I don't know that I'm seeing the same thing as you guys are here. And I know that CDF has lost his last two. You go back through his career and he's lost to Gregor, Darius twice, and Poirier. And, and that's it. Those are the only guys he's lost to. He's got some good wins on his record. A couple years ago, he was boxing the shit out of a couple of other shitty Eastern European dudes who everybody thought was great. And he had an incredible pace going in the late rounds in those fights. So I'm not sure that the cardio is as bad as you guys are making it out to be. And Gamrot needs to grapple to, to win this fight. And I'm not sure that he's a better grappler than CDF. In, in fact, I, I'm pretty sure he's not the better grappler than, than CDF. So maybe if he can just push a, a ridiculous pace and gas him out, he can win this. But Gregor like almost killed himself to to gas CDF out in that fight. <laughs> I'm not sure if people remember that, but Gregor was walking like me on my way to the drunk tank back to his corner yeah, in that was. fight. Uh, I thought he was done. <laughs> people were people were worried. Like I remember people tweeting about it during the fight, being like, "Oh my god, his corner needs to stop that. this fight," uh, because he looked so gassed, uh, and and that's what it took to to gas CDF out. So I'm gonna roll with him one more time here. Uh, we're getting a big number. It's against a guy who I think is good, but I don't think is good enough anywhere that he can really just dominate CDF. So. Uh, I'm gonna take a, a little shot on on the wily old vet at uh, plus one sixty. Not surprised whatsoever. Yeah, I, I have run the 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 CDF train for a long time. I I hopped off with the Gregor fight. You know, USA wrestling. That's my boy. Um, you know, of course. Um, I do think CDF has some some issues here, though. I, I think he's gassing out quicker as he gets older. Um, and he's he's changing. I, I don't know. He's he's going ultra aggressive early on too. We saw in the Gregor fight, just balls of the wall, and maybe that's why he's gassing. But I, I think I think CDF is a better grappler in round one. I do agree with that versus Gamrot. I think once he gets a little bit tired, and I think once we get into round two, I think Gamrot's gonna be the better grappler, the stronger guy. Um, and I think, I think he's just going to dictate where it goes and be able to get in top. And I don't know if he'll get a finish. I think he will. I kind of lean that direction of him getting a sub, um, maybe second or third round, but I, I think Gamrot's just going to, going to outwork him in the second and third round, get a finish sometime or win a, win a wider decision here. And CDF 36. Now he seems to be getting, getting worse. He seems to be gassing more. Um, and Gamrot's never been finished. So I don't see CDF kind of getting him out of there early on. So I, I like Gamera here. I'm not sure if I like him enough to lay the lay the juice here, but definitely pick him to win. All right, let's uh, move on. I, Sun Sao is still in the UFC. Did you guys know that? Yeah. Nope. Man, that's great. That's great news for him and his family. I'm really excited. <laughs> uh, Bantamweight division, Rafael Asuncao, Ricky Zomon. He's friends with Rosario Bontoron. You Sean? <laughs> So after getting absolutely flatlined by Cody Garbrandt, taking some time off is is probably not a, a bad idea. Unfortunately, a, a Sunsau is 39 years old and he has taken a year and a half off. That 
it's a bit sketchy. Um, he hasn't really fought any grapplers recently, so I don't know how good his takedown defense is. It, it's shown to be all right. I, I think Ricky Simone's going to get him down. He, he might be able to scramble up. I think this is probably going to look like a... It, it might be a 30-27, but it won't feel like a 30-27. Simone's just going to get a bunch of takedowns, not do too much with them, and then slightly win the stand-up, and that's it. So I, I don't really want to lay the juice on, on uh, Simone, and I just can't put any money on a Sun Tzu at 39 years old coming off a year and a half layoff. Wes? Yeah, I feel like uh, Simone's going to win this fight pretty easily, but I, I don't want to lay that kind of price on him, man. I, it, it's crazy. It's usually would definitely parlay uh, somebody like this, but I don't know, man. It's something about Ricky Simone. I guess I've seen in the past that, I, I don't know, man. It's just something about him I, I don't trust. I, I think he wins this fight pretty easily, man. I, a Sun Sal is fucking he's he's washed. I mean, you want to talk about some some Washington? That that dude's it. Um, I, I'm gonna pass on this one too, man. The price is just a little too crazy, but I I got a feeling that Simone just he wrecks a Sun Sal in this fight. Just don't say Redskins. It's very offensive to me, Brad. <laughs> Football team. Yes. Uh, I hope they keep it forever. The football That'd be team. awesome because you can't say it as a, the best part about it is like most NFL teams you say like Niners, Rams, Cardinals, team football, football team. I'm, just, I'm team. talking about the football team. I hope they FT. never fucking change it. Just football team all day. Uh, as far as this fight goes, man, if, if this was any other version of Hafaela Sunsau than a forty-year-old version. Uh, uh, oh, a forty-year-old version um, uh, of him. I would have to bet him here. Uh, have to. Um, the line is crazy. He's a better striker. He has historically had good takedown defense. Uh, I don't think you can find a find a long list of guys who have outgrappled him in his MMA career. Uh, I think Faber did it back in the, their WEC fight. At Bantamweight, no, that was at Featherweight, I think, uh, when, when Faber was still Featherweight or maybe when he first dropped down. Um, but I, I just think that Simone's probably going to just stick to him in, in this fight. And eventually, you know, he might take four or five takedown attempts, but eventually he'll get one. And that whole process will take up four minutes of the round. Uh, so even if a sunset lands a couple of punches on the feet, then he's probably not going to win the round. Yeah, uh, Ricky Simone's probably going to win a decision here, but uh, I'm tempted to to back the old guy. But I think I think I'm not going to pull a trigger here because I am a model of restraint. Yeah, sure. I'll see you um, I am completely comfortable laying the juice on Simone here. I've, I've been fading a Sun Sal, you know, off and on a lot of his career. Talentless fucking hack, this guy, a Sun Sal. And now he's 39. He's facing a guy that is him. Very similar. Very similar guy to a Sun Sal. No. They fight, they fight no. very similar. No. They, 
they try to Simone grapple, they lay on you, a, they clinch. A wrestler. They don't the only way you. they're similar is that they both do nothing in very yes. different ways. They clinch you, they hold you, they try to take you down, they fail often. They're very similar fighters. They're grapplers who aren't good at grappling. They're strikers who aren't good at striking. Um, very similar fighters here. I, I like Simone. I think he's a, a younger version of him, and I think he's stronger. I think his cardio is going to be better. And I just don't know how much the sun's out left. I think the striking is, you know, Simone's not a good striker. Fucking knocked out by 87-year-old Uriah Faber. But I think this is all grappling. I think it's a grappling fight, and I don't think a sun's has good enough grappling. And I think he'll stuff some takedowns, but I think it's going to be the Sunsell style stall against the cage for Simone. Fucking is Sunsell is the worst. I hate this guy. Hate him. He had any power I met him. Ricky loves getting knocked out by old dudes. He does, but not here. All right, Strawway Division. Do you guys want to talk about this? Lemos, Angela Hill. It's going to happen. No one's going to watch. Man, I'm I'm honestly tempted to to play the under two and a half. Hill of course likes you to get hit. I ne- I this that's not me. Usually I'm all out the over, but Angela Hill gets hit a lot, and Lemos has some power. I don't. Oh, we're, we're actually talking about this fight, huh? Well, Sean is. I, I, I thought I made it very fucking clear. We were. And then, he, and then he said some chicks <laughs> got some power. <laughs> if, if this fight happens and nobody watches, did it really happen? Sean, you're no. embarrassing me. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's move my, on. My mistake. Come in, event. Stephen Vunderboy Thompson, Bilal Muhammad, Nishan. I, I like Thompson here. Um, I I have a hard time seeing Bilal Muhammad outstriking Stephen Thompson, um, and I I don't think Bilal Muhammad has good enough wrestling to take him down. So this this is probably going to be kind of a a boring typical Wonder Bread fight where he kind of just outpoints a guy. Um, Bilal Muhammad is tough. He, he can take lots of damage, so I, I definitely look at. Uh, I think you got to look at uh, Thompson by decision if if uh, you don't want to lay the juice on him. But uh, I put him in a parlay with Gamrot for two units at uh, plus one twenty eight, and I might add to that. I might also sprinkle the decision, which is plus money. Um, I think this is going to be a a fairly boring Wonder Boy special. Wesley, yeah, I love Wonder Boy in this fight. I think this is is going to be about as easy as it gets for Wonder Boy outside of probably getting a finish because I, I'm I'm I don't think he's going to finish Bilal in this fight. It, it would take something crazy, some kind of roundhouse kick or some shit like that to land out of nowhere. But I don't I don't see that happening. Um, yeah, I, I think that uh, Wonder Boy just stays a distance and he. Um, he strikes uh, Bilal pretty much for 15 minutes and, and takes a pretty easy decision here, in my opinion. So um, I will have uh, Wonder Boy in a parlay, and I'll probably sprinkle on that decision as well. Brad? Yeah. Uh, Wonder Boy decision is plus money in a fight where he is the much better striker, and the guy he's fighting plays completely into his style. He's, he's just going to walk forward. And he doesn't really have a ton of technical skill. Um, I gotta take it. Yeah, this fight is gonna be historically boring. <laughs> like, thank God, my boy, fighting in the main event. So this will be bad. I mean, 
Wonder Boy, the only time Wonder Boy fights are even somewhat entertaining is if you have a guy that just doesn't give a shit about his style, which doesn't happen very often. Bilal Muhammad is pretty fucking boring himself, and he seems like the kind of guy who is going to be shell-shocked just by the striking style and what he's doing, and I think what all you guys said is correct. I think we're going to see a boring striking match where we have someone who's just completely out outclassed in the feet, and then we're going to have a Wonder Boy who's not going to want to take any chances, who's going to do the right things, who's going to win fights, um, and just land enough strikes to to move on. I do like him on this fight. I think the line is actually really low. I, do um, I, I think it's low. Where's where, where it settled on? It's, it's really like just, low. It's just over 200. 210. Yeah, like, like that's a minus 400 to me, um, mm-hmm. based on styles. And, and I, I think to beat Wonder Boy, you got to, like, if you look at, you know, the guys who beat him, and you can count the, the Woodley fight, I, I guess, if you, if you want those fights, we kind of block from our memory. But really, I mean, you, you got to do something with, with power to kind of get his attention. Um, you, you got to make something happen. And Bilal's not going to do that. Like, he's not going to catch him. He's not going to land a big power shot. He's not going to press him. Um, I think it's gonna be Wonder Boy all day, but this fight's gonna be fucking dreadful, disgustingly awful. All right, we move on to the heavyweight division. My boy, the only guy that's rivaled maybe Dubronx for amount of money that I've won on on UFC bets, the Black Beast Derek Lewis versus one half of the Dukakis brothers. Not Bearju. Yeah, what about the, the Bear Not Jew? enough fights. Yeah, he yeah. hasn't fought that much. That's fair. But every what? time you bet Bearju, you get I a do. huge number. Big. Yeah, it, well, the Bear Jew, the biggest one I hit is when I had Bear Jew sub at like oh. plus 700 versus that random Russian and tapped out. Could have been, <laughs> could have been even bigger. Could have been even more money. Yeah. <laughs> Where is the Bear Jew? You Bear asked that playing. every he card. Was, he, was Where is fight, he was supposed Gus. to fight Gustafsson. And he, Gus, I know, Gus that was scared. Dubron, over, Black Beast, main event tonight. I only have like four fighters that I like. <laughs> I have the best group of fighters I like. Just the absolute best. Anyway, new Sean. Dukak is dead, man. I'm not so sure about that. Um, yes, he is not top five, but I'm... Yeah, I know. I'm I'm aware. We, we are they, aware. They didn't count anymore, though, right? Like, I thought we quit. Well, so, yeah. it does... He beat a guy that wasn't... So, it's automatic win if the guy's when not in the top right. five. Now, if a guy is inside the top five, Beast can just out-hog him. That's what we saw against the Curtis Blades. He just out-dicked him. His dick game was too strong. He had no chance. Just too much. Uh, I want to see Thick Willie versus. Talk about some hogging there. That'd be good. This is going to be an interesting fight because, for the most part, fighters don't really fight aggressively against Lewis because they are scared of the power. Uh Um. And Dukakis, I mean, he comes forward. And I, I don't think he's going to be tentative. I think he's going to want to get Black Beast out of there quick. Do you want that? that you want a guy that's just going to run right into Black Beast power? Man, that's it, crazy. It, it could be a, a bad idea, but I that's the way his style is. And, I mean, Black Beast, you know, he can be hit. Uh, and, and the people that have been aggressive against him have kind of done all right. So... I'm interested in that. I, I like the under one and a half. I, I think either way, this is going to end fairly quickly one side or the other. I just have a sneaking sus- suspicion that the Dukakis brother is, is going to get 
the Black Beast. That might be because, I mean, it's it's not to Wes's extent, but I just have never thought Black Beast is good. He's just gets. He's proven you wrong like seventy four times. He's definitely proven me wrong. It's it's fair. You got a um, you got a, you got a white boy who's not in the top five. Use your fucking brain, Sean. I I just have a sneak. Wes, tell him the truth. I you, got the under. Wes, will, now the time say, to jump on. I will jump say, on. Hearing hearing the old Black Beast say that. He can't go out there on the SPN and get beat up by a former cop like Rodney King. <laughs> it's kind of swaying me. It's kind of it's it's kind of swaying oh, me, dude. Oh, that is uh, that is clutch. That's clutch. That's that's some that's some good stuff. Uh, Under one and a half plus one ten one unit. Yeah, Black look, he's gonna drag you into it, deep waters. If there if there's been a fight lately to where. I'm I'm just I'm I'm tempted. It's it's kind of this one. Um, I think I think the Dukakis brother is is pretty good, but Sean's right. The dudes only knows really one way to fight and and fight you know perform well, and that's coming forward, man, and throwing punches. Um, and it's 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 going to be one or two things, man. Like he's going to hit and dodge those big punches, and Lewis is going to get tired, man. Like. We've seen it over and over now. Like that dude's got zero cardio, none. He just still carries some power when he's dead fucking tired. Um, it could happen. It, it could happen. I, I think I'm kind of more with uh, with Sean again on this one. I kind of like the under if I'm going to bet it. Um, I, I think um, Lewis either lands like he usually does, or uh, Dukakis will be able to come in and and lay some shit on him and. Lewis is kind of a quitter too. Lewis will Lewis will turn his back. Lewis and... has nine third round knockouts. I mean, that's <laughs> what talk got... about the cardio. Talk that's what guys, guys will literally let him lay on his back. He'll turtle for two and a half rounds. He's when got nine turtle, third when, round knockouts. <laughs> when dudes just stay on the feet and not they they can't get punched by him. But if they can stay on the feet, keep their distance, get in and out on him, and lay punches. That dude gets tired as fuck. He turns his back. He wants out of fights. I've seen it over and over. What's he do when he's uh, tired? Usually goes to his back. But if you don't let him get to his back, we'll see. Like, it, it could land. I, I think I'm going to play the under here. Um, I got a feeling about Black Beast in this fight. I, I, I think that's not good for you, Lance. It's not. Oh, it I, is perfect. I can perfect. never I can never pick this guy. I've yeah, never been only, out of you've, It's not that you can't pick Black Beast. I picked him. You've only picked against him. <laughs> no, I, I picked him in fights, dude, and he's and he's fucking lost. Like I have picked him in fights and he's lost. Who? Um, I got his last fight right, and I think that's one of the only fights that I've gotten right uh, against the Black D. So I don't. You don't want me picking on him. Like just keep that out out of your. I've only go- not bet him twice. I didn't bet him against uh, Cormier or JDS. I'm gonna go with the under here. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm just gonna go with the under. I, I'll make a pick in Top Master when the time comes Saturday to make my picks. <laughs> I, I just I got a feeling Black Beast catches him. Put it that way. Yeah, Brad, pick. Give give us your horrible take here. My horrible take. You're gonna pick Dukakis. Uh, I I don't know who I'm gonna pick in this fight yet. It's hard. Maybe, man. maybe I'll talk my way into something by the end of this. But I think the two on the left side of the screen are crazy, thinking that this is gonna go under. 
Blackbeast is going to drag this into deep water. Yeah, he's going to tire him out. Uh, is this because more? Is this more fatty? I, this, I'm going fatties here. Is this fatty? Oh, I, uh, Blackbeast, he can get taken out quick if you take him down and you sub him. Or what about JDS? What about or if, you, or if you go to his body? Those those are the ways that no, you he didn't that that's one that's one of the fights where I picked him and was wrong, and I was at that fight, the Mitrione fight. The Mitrione, I don't remember that one. Neither. Long time he walked in and got hit with like a forearm and got knocked yeah, the fuck I, out. I, I <laughs> the, the forearm shiver. Mitrione didn't even mean to throw that. Nope, punch, so he that did. One he just count. walked into it. that. That one doesn't count. Count. He was stretching. <laughs> um, I, I I think that Dukakis is is going to dance around the cage like his father danced around the political arena back in the day. <laughs> he, he's going to land some jabs. He's going to land some crosses. He's going to land some low kicks. He's going to land a bunch of stuff early. But he doesn't have good cardio either. So he's going to do that for a couple minutes. And then once he's done doing that for, you know, three minutes, he's going to slow down. And then they're probably going to get to either standing and staring or some hugging, as as the fatties like to do. Um, And honestly, I think this is going to go into the second, into the third round. Uh, I still don't know who's going to win. I don't know if Dugakis has anything more to his game than punching bad heavyweights in the face and them falling over. Um, He's never faced anything else. He's never faced like someone that will actually punch back or or come back after getting hit. Uh, and, And Black Beast will certainly do that. So I don't know who is going to win. Uh, Black Beast round three is plus 1,800. Uh, but the over one and a half is minus 130. And and that's mostly what I'm looking at because I don't think that Dukakis has some crazy power where he's going to put Black Beast out where it, it's only been huge hitters in the past that have been able to do that. So I think we're going to get at least seven and a half minutes here. Yeah, I, I like Derek Lewis here. I mean, I think... Where Derek, where Derek Lewis fails is he's not aggressive enough. So if most heavyweights are going to stand there and stare for long periods of time. They're going to throw one puncher here. So Derek Lewis doesn't get a chance to counter as much. With a guy like Dawkins, he's going to throw wild. That is actually right into Derek, Lewis, Derek Lewis's wheelhouse. He is, a, he is a counter-striker a lot of the time where he waits and waits and waits, and then he lands that big shot, and he waits to make a mistake. Dawkins is going to make like 50 mistakes – in the first two minutes of this fight, he's going to run in like a bat out of hell and throw wild punches. And I think it's either Derek Lewis does catch him on one of those counters early on, or to Brad's point, like why are we assuming Dawkins has better cardio than Derek Lewis? Derek Lewis might be tired and stuff, but he's thrown, he's shown he can fight through being gassed out. And he has, no matter what you say, he has won nine <laughs> fights in the third round for a guy with no cardio. He finds a way to make it work in the third round. Almost all Dawkins' fights have been ending in the first round. He hasn't been in these deeper heavyweight slop fest fights. And I think with Derek Lewis, how I see this fight playing out is I do think Dawkins survives the first round. And so does Black Beast. I think Dawkins is going to be fucking dead by the second round. 
I think we're going to see a little swanging and banging on the ground here. I actually think Derek Lewis is going to take Dawkins down in the second round. And we're going to see that legendary black. Have you, you, have you, you guys remember the black beast ground and pound? It's fucking violent. It is some of the meanest, most ferocious ground and pound ever. And I think that's what we see here. I think, I think we're ranking Dawkins too high. Say what you, you want about black beast. This guy has been competing against top level heavyweights for a long time now, and he finds ways to win. Dawkins has been beating up fucking bum after bum after bum. And this is Dawkins' first main event. This is his first big name he's fighting. We could see some adrenaline dump here. We could see some nerves here. With that stuff comes bad cardio, comes bad decisions. And Black Beast at plus money is just fucking ridiculous, in my opinion. I think we're going to see just him survive the early onslaught. I think Dawkins has two minutes of cardio in this fight with the adrenaline with his aggressiveness and with black beast staying in front of him. I don't, I don't see him lasting here. So I think it's going to be, I think he can survive a little bit, but I think, I think black beast is going to get a takedown maybe early second round, beat him up a little bit and then finish him off on the ground. I think you're going to be tight with that seven and a half, Brad. I kind of see the finish right around there. I think it's going to be second round when this comes, but I don't see Dawkins blows through guys and wins. That's how he wins. And he's not doing that against black beast. So black beast here plus money. Knockouts plus 175, not too bad, but I'll probably end up playing this one straight just because it'd be funny if we saw Black Beast get a wrestling decision. Yeah, Black Rock, good. Hey, hey if, it's, if it's the ground and pound, like Lance said. Man. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to get him. He's going to raw dog it here. Um, so Black Beast, that's my pick. He does, he does um, kind of suck at fighting. Appreciate everyone listening tonight. A little bit longer show. We had to talk a good bit about our boy Dubronx. Super excited about that. This will be the last uh, fight card for, what, three weeks, I think, right? Give Thank take- God. If they're going to be like yeah. this, holy shit. So maybe we'll have a yeah, – uh, we'll, maybe not next we'll be week. we off for two weeks? We'll probably uh, be off for two weeks. Well, maybe, I think it's three weeks of fights, but maybe we'll take No, but for the, the year-end show, we'll probably do January 5th is my guess. and then um, We can do that. Well, I'm, I'm out that week. Um, oh, okay. I can do the 29th. I'll be in Disney World. Live it back. <laughs> oh, will I be back? I don't know. We will we'll figure, figure it out. Coming, we'll figure something out for the year Let's or go. so. But appreciate you listening. Appreciate you sticking with us. The Dew Bronx era is upon us. We're really excited, and we'll see you next show.